Welcome to The Late Show, everybody. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. Now, <laughs> folks, uh, I don't know about you, but I am past ready for our elected officials to take any action at all on guns, okay? <laughs> and there are things, there, there are some bedrock things that they could do. There are only two stumbling blocks. Elected officials. <laughs> because despite the horrific shootings in Uvalde, Texas, the Senate just skipped town for a two-week break without any action on guns. Chuck Schumer had planned on pushing through a vote to get everyone on the record, but yesterday he bailed, explaining there was no point in doing so, given that Republican opposition was already crystal clear. Well, he's just following the old adage, if at first you don't succeed, bye! <laughs> the new idea... The new idea being floated out there is that Schumer and Mitch McConnell are going to appoint people to work on a bipartisan approach. But no one is all that optimistic. Least of all, Indiana Republican Senator Mike Braun, seen here saying, you can have my finger when you pry it from my cold, dead hand. <laughs> Braun expressed his doubt using this unfortunate metaphor, I don't know what the silver bullet is. Yeah, I'm just shooting from the hip here. None of these ideas are on target. And while we've got the problem in the crosshairs, we just can't pull the trigger. But when we do, you'll be blown away. Why are you crying? <laughs> Potential senators. Potential senators, people who are running for the Senate, are also struggling with what to do or say, especially Georgia Senate candidate Herschel Walker, who was asked about solving gun violence and made these noises. What we need to do is look into how we can stop those things. You know, he talked about doing a disinformation. What about getting a department that can look at young men that's looking at uh, women, that's looking at uh, just social media? What about doing that? Yeah. <laughs> what about doing that? It's high time to create the Federal Bureau of looking at young men who are looking at women <laughs> who are looking at social media. <laughs> but mostly conservatives out there believe that it, the best defense is a stupid defense, like this lady on the Fox News. I would like to see this a national push toward, instead of parents buying their kids all these tools and toys and games, invest in the classroom to make it safer. I mean, they have blankets that you can put up on the wall that are colorful and beautiful, but they're ballistic blankets. Yes, instead of toys or games, parents should buy ballistic blankets. They're so beautiful, the kids won't realize we live in hell. <laughs> While other thoughtless people think you should have to rethink the entire school layout, like... Texas senator and man proclaiming he'll do his own. Oh, okay, I agree with booing, but I can't say the joke when you're booing. <laughs> like Texas senator and man proclaiming he'll do his own prostate exam, thank you very much. <laughs> Ted Cruz. Boo, now boo! <laughs> thank you, that felt good. Instead of access to guns, Cruz wants to focus on a different kind of access. Look, the killer entered here the same way the killer entered Santa Fe, through a back door, an unlocked back door. I sat down at round tables with the families from Santa Fe. We talked about 
what we need to do to harden schools, including not having unlocked back doors, including not having unlocked doors to classroom, having one door that goes in and out of the school, having armed police officers at that one door. So he just wants sensible door control. <laughs> okay, okay. Now look, increasing security, hardening schools could be a good idea, but what about all the other places where shootings happen, like, like movie theaters or churches or grocery stores or everywhere else in America? If, if we're not going to get rid of the guns, we're going to have to harden everywhere. Or, you know, what might be easier is just, you know, we've already got our heads in the sand about this. Why don't we just keep going and burrow underground, and then we just close up the hole behind us, and then nobody can get in there, and there's no way anyone will get shot unless, wait a second, unless the people we're in there with brought guns. So maybe we should probably each go into our own individual underground safety hole. And I know what some of you are thinking. You're saying, Steve, once we close up the hole behind us, how will our friends above ground find us? Well, that's easy. We'll put up some sort of marker, something permanent like stone, and then we'll chisel our name on the stone, and maybe the date we were born, and then the date we went down into the hole, and then, then, we can finally rest in peace. <laughs> makes sense, right? Makes sense. It makes... It'll work. Just give it a try. Just give it a shot, is what I'm saying. Now, when gun tragedies happen, the GOP likes to blame violence in the media, and they're right about one thing. There's a lot of senseless gunplay on TV, specifically in the more than 100 GOP midterm ads this year alone, which feature guns. They're brandishing deadly weapons on TV, and no one stops them. Meanwhile, and this is true, on Tuesday's show, they made me blur a picture of a plant because it kind of looked like a wiener. And it wasn't even loaded. <laughs> now, some of these campaign ads are your run-of-the-mill, you know, bang-bang in a field, like this one from Senate hopeful Dr. Oz. My father taught me how to handle my first gun. I taught my son Oliver how to do the same. I've been shooting and hunting my whole life. So when people say I won't support guns, they're dead wrong. Boom! That's exactly... That's exactly the vibe I want from my doctor. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at your x-rays. Pull! Toom! Oh! You've got a hole in your left atrium. <laughs> now, some ads out there are even weirder, like this one from Alabama Governor Kay Ivey. The Second Amendment is sacred, so I pass concealed carry for Alabamians to arm themselves without government interference. That way, you don't know who's got what in their purse. Lipstick, an iPhone, or maybe a little Smith and Wesson 38. That's a crazy ad. I just hope she doesn't get the contents of her purse mixed up. Spring. Hello, Kay Ivy speaking. <laughs> Hello, I can't hear you. Whoops. I'm sorry. I had the safety on. Kay Ivy speaking. Now, guns aren't just being pushed by the quaking elderly, uh, also by this word salad. Babies, borders, bullets, values we cherish. Trump protected them as president, and so will Jake Beckett as Arkansas's next senators. Pro-gun, pro-wall, pro-life. Babies, borders, and bullets. Oh, man. Jake's freaking out on the B section of the GOP dictionary. 
Babies, borders, bullets, bacon, big rigs, big-breasted Bibles, bumping before baby bejesus. Bubba. Uh, wubby dubby. Uh, there's some more disturbing revelations coming out about former president Donnie Crappleseed. Uh, but the January 6th committee has been getting testimony from former chief of staff and college buddy who still does his terrible Austin Powers impression, <laughs> Mark Meadows. According to a leak from the committee, Meadows was with the former president during the insurrection, and a witness has testified that after the rioters started chanting, hang Mike Pence, Meadows told colleagues that the president said something to the effect of, maybe Pence should be hanged. He was into the idea of killing his own vice president. It reminds me of when George H.W. Bush said this. Read my lips. Stab Dan Quayle. We got a great show for you tonight. More Late Show Poncho after this. One of the best things about doing the show is I get to talk to all sorts of fascinating people. And occasionally, when a guest is brave enough, I get to do more than just interview them. I get to delve into the depths of their psyche and their soul with what historians will call the Colbert Questionnaire. Recently, Mr. Josh Brolin, star of Dune, Outer Range, and Avengers Endgame, stopped by the Late Show, and Thanos himself had the swinging stones of infinity <laughs> to take the questionnaire. Josh, you know, it's always fun to have you on. It's always it's a treat. It's always fun to be on. It, I know it's going to be a good interview and an honest one, because you shoot right from the hip. I, yeah. You know? Yeah, I've learned from the best. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> but even, even the fact that you and I have known each other for years, we used to ride together. We used to barrel ride together. We did. Out west, yeah. yeah. And the, the, the rodeo circuit. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> But even that, I don't get to know you as well as I'd like when you're out here only for like 10 or 15 minutes at a time. So come on with me. And that's, well, I would love to. But before we do that, I've got a little bit of a test I'd like to give you, or or a quiz, shall we say, because the people up in the Late Show Labs have come up with 15 questions called the Colbert Questionnaire, and it is scientifically designed to plumb the depths of my guest. Okay. Okay? It's like an actor studio thing? Yes, very much, but much classier. Much classier. Than that. Yeah. So are you ready to take the Colbert questionnaire? I am. Let me take a sip. All right, okay. here we go. Have you reviewed any of these questions? I have not. So this is all fresh. Here we go. No, it's not all fresh. That's not the truth. I saw Jen Lawrence do it, and I saw one question, and I turned it off. Okay, good. So there's somewhere in there is that question. Because yeah. you don't want to steal Jen Lawrence's questions. No, and answers. I don't want to be dishonest, because I learned from the best. Question number one. Yeah, go Josh ahead. Josh Brolin, what is the best sandwich? Uh, when I lived in New York, a Reuben from Lenny's. That's a good answer. Yeah. That's a good answer. What is the one thing that you own that you should really throw out? Oh, God, I, th- I hate the thing that just popped in my head. I won't say, say that. Say it. No, say it's it. a human being. Whisper it. You can whisper it it in my ear, and I'll decide whether you can tell anybody. Come on, write it down. Just write it down. This questionnaire is shame questionnaire. Okay, so what's what's the one thing? What's your second? What's the one thing you own? First of all, you own a person. One own that you should really throw out. That person can never leave. 
No, um, let's see. One, one thing that I own, come on, Josh. One thing that I own that I should absolutely throw out. In the attic, in the barn, something you're like, ah, I should really do something with that, and you never will, so you should get rid of it. A surfboard that I was gifted that I can't be on anymore because my back hurts. Done. <laughs> what is the scariest animal? Uh, a wolf, because I grew up with wolves. My mom ran a wildlife way station. We had to clean the cages from seven years old on. Totally irresponsible in my mother. Wow. <laughs> and the wolves, the, the, you ever give it that look? I like... love wolves, but I just... They're scary. Well, yeah, man. If you look away too long, you become prey. You become like that cartoon where you start steaming. You look and they like imagine a big you like drumstick. a chicken. Yeah. yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, uh, and then the if wolves... you stare at them too much, then they see it as an affront, and then they want to attack you. So it's a fine line. There's no reason a seven-year-old should be in a wolf cage. <laughs> Period. I read that uh, that uh, dogs developed an extra muscle right here that wolves don't have, which I makes have them muscle. do this. That makes them give it the puppy oh, really? dog, I think. Oh, that's it. And that's why we look... That's a submissive it, thing. Yeah, it's an evolutionary... You do kind of have that thing. Thanks. A little bit. <laughs> apples or oranges? Um, apples, because my daughters love them right now. All right. Have you ever asked someone for their autograph? Yes. Who? Ray Bradbury. We're going to do this right now? <laughs> okay. Answer the question. Do this thing? Do this yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. you're, you're this here, this I here. I thought you were going to continue to answer. Okay, answer, I'll ask questions. Ask questions. I'll keep asking questions. Here we go. Here we go. All right, Ray Bradbury. That is an, e wait, that is an excellent... You a fan of Brad Bradbury's? I am. I love Mark, Ray Bradbury. Do you have a favorite story of his? A story? No, I... Or, or a series of He stories? had a very red face when I met him. I don't know what that was about, but he had a very red face. On your Wait, we haven't started okay, yet. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but I know, I know you're a cheater. That's one thing I just... <laughs> hold on. Hold on, man. No, no, no. There's no, nothing there. There's nothing I, by the way, I broke my collarbone at one point. I broke my scapula at one point. I had torn labrum, so I got surgery on that, and I have a torn labrum right now. So if, when you, you, don't, were... if you don't win... <laughs> The only way you would ever win is if I'm asleep or dead. I just want to say, while you were feeding wolves and riding horses, I was playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> so, let's lower our expectations, Josh Brolin. Okay. Let's lower our expectations. Are we ready? Josh Brolin, what do you think happens when we die? One, two, three, go. Go. Oh, God. You've gotten so much stronger. <laughs> Look at, why is it shaking so much? <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> so, happy? Are you happy? When we come back, I confess to Josh Brolin that I've never seen one of his most famous films, and he does not take it well. Ladies and gentlemen, and now the dramatic conclusion of Josh Brolin's Colbert Questionnaire. What do you think happens when we die, Josh Brolin? Oh, is that one of the questions? Yeah, no, I wasn't oh. just trying to psych you out. I anyway. um, Well, I thought you were, because I said, anyway. Yeah. Uh, what happened? What was that? Huh? Goonies never say die. Goonies never say die. That was, that was the answer. 
Goonies Never Say Die. Yeah, you I have know heard that. about this Goonies movie. I've never yeah. seen it. Oh, come on, dude. No, I've never seen Goonies. Ever? I'm a little too old. You're the one? No, I'm just a little too old. Like, people like four years There is years no young... too old for Goonies. There really? There is generation after generation. <laughs> it's so sad. I'm gonna watch it, you... and then I'm gonna call you up after I watch you it. You have to, literally. I'll Do you give play you, the Goonie? I'll give you a number. What? Not my number, but What's I'll give you a number. You'll give me a number? Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you I'll somebody's give number. number. Five. Yeah, five. There you go. Call five. Favorite action You've movie. You've never seen I've the Goonies? I've never seen Goonies. I've never seen Goonies. I've never seen Shawshank. Did you see Jaws? Yeah, I saw Jaws. I'm well, a, you I'm say alive. that, but Shawshank is one of those things, and Goonies is absolutely one of the... You can't go, yeah, I saw Jaws, and say, no, I haven't seen Goonies. Is it good? Can't be that guy. I haven't. Have you seen any of the Fast and Furious franchise? Why? <laughs> Come on. I'm just saying, there was there was only one Goonies. There's gonna be ten Fast and Furiouses. Whatever. Come on. Whatever. Why aren't you in the Fast and Furious? You go out there and fight The Rock or Tyrese yeah, or something like I, that. Cause I'm doing that Western thing instead. <laughs> Next question. Yeah. I think you're being mean to me. I'm not. You're, I think you're, you're being, that every I time I come being, on well, here. Every time you're on, I think you. you're mean to me. You know why? Because I beat you arm wrestling, and then you're just traveling I in this shame spiral right now. I didn't even want right to arm wrestle you. I told you I didn't want to arm wrestle you. I told you I needed okay, to hit watch. the preacher curl just machine. To, okay, not what? that we're going to arm wrestle again. What? Just, just, just do it. Just do it. Go. Go. Oh, my God. No, okay, I'm no. not. No, no do it. No, 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 do it. Go, go, go. Oh, no. Yeah, but it no. does something. Take that out. Take it, that out. It does Edit something. Edit that out. I will not take your pity. Your DNA. I will not take your pity. This is when acting is life. Favorite action movie? Oh, God. You just said Fast and the Furious. Fav uh, Lethal Weapon. Quality. Quality. First Quality. one. Quality, yeah. First one. Dick Donner. Uh, Directed the Goonies. What, huh? Anyway. Window or aisle? Window? Oh, aisle. I want an escape, even though there's nowhere to go. Right. Well, I want to be able to go to the bathroom. I yeah, don't want to have to that. excuse me. Yeah, yeah, I don't like all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Favorite smell? Favorite smell? <laughs> um... <laughs> this is yours, by the way. I feel dirty when I talk yeah. to you. Um, uh, in all seriousness, uh, children, scouts. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I know, it's not weird, man. Oh, baby, it's a good baby. Thing. There's a certain point in which they lose it, but like from like one to three. I have, well, that's the thing, is I have a one year old and a three year old right oh my now. God. So I'm consumed by there that. There you go. Yeah. Least favorite smell. Uh, <laughs> and I don't like I, I not knowing who it's coming bugle. from. What? I don't like not knowing who it's coming from. <laughs> like, I want to know that person, I want to give them a look, and I want to, like, you know what I mean? Dude, like one of those. You might even go like, are you okay? Yeah, even if it's a girl, you say, dude, dude, no. come on. You have to. That's not gentlemanly. Girls don't do that. Most, no, they don't. They glow. They do. Most, <laughs> most used app on your phone, sir. Most used, oh, God. Um, uh, probably Instagram. I don't like saying that, but it's true. It's fine. No shame there. No, well, a little bit. Cats or dogs? Uh, I like them both, but probably dogs. Okay. You only get one song to listen to for the rest of your life. What is it? Oh, Destroyer by Kiss. No. Um, <laughs> I don't, uh, Led Zeppelin. 
Uh, Which one is a I, I know there's a lot, but like Stairway to Heaven is great, but then it's overplayed right yeah. now. Freebird. Live. 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 Okay. Freebird. Okay. Yeah. What number it's am long I thinking too. of? What? It's 12 minutes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. What number am I thinking of? Of all the numbers? <laughs> How about this? It's an integer. <laughs> it's a whole number. No, I, thank you for defining integer. Well, I'm not doing fractions. That. I'm not trying to you over here. Um, it's not pi. How about that? 39. What? 39. No. <laughs> what number were you thinking of? No way am I going to tell you. Really? Uh, describe the rest of your life in five words. In five words? Mm -hmm. I am out of here now. <laughs> Josh Brolin, congratulations, you are known. This has been The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying The Late Show Poncho, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. And for more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.